The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you, and persecute you, and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. So they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. The Old Testament has a very gentle way of describing death. Over and over again it says, And he was gathered to his fathers. In one sense, that description is quite literal. In ancient Israel, it was common to have a family tomb. Inside the family tomb was a ledge. On that ledge was laid the body of the one who had died, and eventually that body became bones. Then when the next person in the family died, the old bones were swept off the ledge into a pile or a stone box to make room for a new body. And the process repeated itself again and again. And so it was that one was gathered to his fathers. That literal description could be quite depressing if it did not have a double meaning. It is not just that our bones are swept off the ledge. It is also that our bones are swept up to heaven, where we are reunited with those whom we love most resting with our faithful mothers and fathers in eternal joy before the warm and bright and beautiful and loving face of our Lord. That makes the bones on the ledge terribly useful today on this All Saints Day, on the day when we remember our dead. That's because the bones take the long view. Our bones are witness to what comes next. Our bones remind us that we do not just go down to dust, we also go up to heaven. So in the bones, on the ledge, there is hope. Unfortunately, our world today has so little hope because it has so little use for the past tense. Today we are so anxious 
and we suffer from so many self-inflicted wounds simply because we do not listen to the wise ones who have gone before us. There is no doubt that now is exciting. We live in spectacular times with the potential to do almost endless good. But we aren't doing endless good. When history is forgotten, or worse, when history is deconstructed and then reconstructed as a weapon of tribal propaganda and conspiracy and oppression. When was is replaced by could have been, then no one is safe and everybody becomes anxious. Yesterday's bones can't help us when they are neglected or denied. But not so the church, because the church knows the value of ledges and bones. Half a million Christians are buried in the catacombs of San Calisto, the most famous catacomb in Rome. In the very first centuries of the church, those burials were risky business. It was against the law to be a Christian, so just going to the catacombs to bury or to visit someone you love could mean your death too. But they did it anyway, half a million times. They only found the strength of that because they actually believed this, that salvation belongs to our God, who sits upon the throne, and to the Lamb. And this, these are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. In their world, with far more reasons to be anxious than ours, the ledges and the bones of the catacombs gave them a deep, deep sense of peace. They knew that Christ is worth living for and also dying for. So remembering their past, they did good in their presence and lived with hope for the future. And All Saints Day is a reminder that it can be the very same for us. We do not have catacombs, but the saints are all around us today. Right now they are swimming in the font and staring down at you from the windows and are buried in the pages of scripture and are singing along with you from the hymnal. And in a moment, they will be kneeling next to you at the altar. Here in the church, the past is always present. Their faces and stories and songs remind us that we do not just go down to dust. We, too, also go up to heaven. So in the beauty of this place and this music and this liturgy, there is always hope. You are here today to get in line, in the line that graces the resurrection window before you. 
You are here today not just to remember others, but to take your place in a queue that has stretched for centuries, past that green devil on the bottom, and up past the angel with the spear who keeps your entry safe, up through the past surrounded by the saints, into the now protected by the angels, and up through the clouds all the way to the top to embrace those whom you have loved and you have lost, those whom you will see again in heaven by the grace of God. Like the Israelites and the Christians in the catacombs and the saints before us, the cross of Christ has been touched to us at altar, pulpit, and font. And we too have been washed pure by his blood. We too are they who have come out of the great tribulation. We too have been given heavenly access to the throne of God. And like them, we know that the world does not stop at our sight lines. So no matter how anxious and cruel this world may be, eventually the dawn will break and we will see what has always been there. Christ waiting to embrace us as he pulls us up toward those who have gone before us as a gift of the past that is given in the present toward a glorious future awash in divine love. In the holy name of Jesus, 